You are listening to the I Love You Too Much to Argue podcast with your host Holly and her trusty sidekick Beck. Hi Beck. Hi Holly. Today we are talking about um, the Enneagram and love languages and how the Enneagram doesn't dictate your love language. So whatever Enneagram you are doesn't mean that you're a specific love language but it does influence how you interpret your love language. So your type or your Enneagram type can influence how you receive love through your love language type. Yes. I recently saw an Instagram post where it listed the top three love languages for each type. And when I was reading my type, none of them were my love language and it just didn't make make sense to me. And I thought it was because I... I couldn't relate. It wasn't my love language. So was I broken? (laughs) And will you remind our five listeners now what your love language is? My love language is acts of service (laughs) and I am a type six. So if you know your Enneagram type and you're listening, but you don't know your love language, we're going to go through them real briefly. And then we're going to use that Instagram post that Beck talked about to talk about ideas for each love language based on your Enneagram type. Sounds good. So the five love languages being words of affirmation, which is where you feel seen and valued through verbal encouragement and empathy. Quality time, where you feel seen and valued through undivided attention or spending time together. Receiving gifts is where you feel seen or valued through tangible items, like thoughtful, tangible items. Acts of service, where you feel seen and valued through meaningful actions. And physical touch, where you feel seen and valued through intimate and non-intimate touch so I am primarily receiving gifts is my love language secondary to that is physical touch Mm. so if you know what your if you don't if you know what your enneagram is but you don't know what your love language is as we go through each one have a think about which one sparks your interest or makes you feel the most excited for example so the first one we're going to go through is acts of service so if your love language your primary or secondary love language might be acts of service we're going to go through each type and what kinds of things you can do for this type to receive love through acts of service if that is one of their love languages so if you are a type one or if you're married to a type one or friends with a type one and your love language is acts of service you might receive love or be able to give love to a type one by matching all their socks. Now, Beck, you're married to a type one, but I, I don't am. think his love language is acts of service, is it? No, it's not. And But I do have to say that his socks have a left and a right. Oh, what so, do you mean? So he wears, <laughs> he wears a specific sock on the less, left foot every time and one on the right foot every time, even oh though they're the gosh. same. Like he can tell which one he's worn on his left foot and which one he's... T- um, so oh I could gosh. really see, even though his love language is not acts of service, that I could, if I was to spend the time matching his socks to be a left and a right sock, when they're, like he wears all the same socks all the time. But wow. if I could tell the left and the right and I match them, that he would feel loved by that, even though his love language isn't acts of service. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> acts of service <laughs> for an Enneagram 2. <laughs> Help them help them do something nice for someone they care about. Now, I'm an Enneagram 2, but acts of service is not my love language. However, I can see why someone who's a 2 
where this is their love language, this could really speak to them Mm. because helping them do something nice for someone else they care about is like, because a two feels like they have to care for everyone else. If someone else helps them care for someone else so that they don't have to, wow, Uh (laughs) what an amazing gift. (laughs) If you're a type three or you're trying to love a type three with an acts of service love language, you might run their errands for them. Mm-hmm. If you're a four or you're loving someone who's a four, you might plan a day date and handle the logistics. Mm. So I've got a very close friend who's a four and a child who's a four. And if I did that for either of them, planned like, you know, just time together and handle all the decisions and the logistics and those little bits that can stress them out, mm-hmm. I know that that would speak to that. Yeah. Acts of service, love in them. Mm-hmm. Type five, do their least favourite <laughs> chore. <laughs> uh, type six, this is you, Beck. Yeah, this is me. Uh, and this would be amazing. Put their towel in the dryer while they're showering. Oh, it feels so loved by that. Actually, when I was reading this, I realised um, that I've been taking my husband for granted a little bit because he actually turns my electric blanket on every night so that I get into a warm bed. And wow. it, just reading this reminded me of that and reminded me of how uh, grateful I am for that. And so I recently went and thanked him for that again, even though every night I do thank him as I get into bed, but I made a special effort to say thanks because he's loving me in a way of, warming up my bed for me it's so cool that's so good Mm. uh type seven go to one of their events or hobbies to Mm. watch type eight start their car before they have to leave the house so it's cool or warm Mm -hmm. that's cool that is clever and type nine bring them breakfast in bed Mm. that's really cool yeah so those are how to love the types if they're an acts of service that's the idea the next one we're going to do is words of affirmation so how to love someone with words of affirmation love language by their type but also if you are words of affirmation love language and this is your type this is how you might receive it Mm. so I'll start back um type one you care so much about the quality of what you do it inspires me so that might be something that you say to a type one how do you think Joel would react to that yeah he would melt I think he would love to hear that his love, that his, love his love language is words of affirmation. So, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. A type two, I love loving you. <laughs> yes, that's me. Yeah. I'm a type two. I would love to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> if someone's trying to love me through words of affirmation, mm-hmm. they can definitely say that to me. Yeah. Type three, which is my hubby, and he is a words of affirmation mm. love language. So this is him right here. My favourite thing is when you show me all of you. And I know that if I said that to him, he would again like you said with Joel mm-hmm. he would melt because mm. <laughs> type threes don't often show all of them yeah because they they like to show their achievements so when you love them for mm-hmm. showing themselves and you just love them for who they are that is so so huge impactful yeah yeah type four you're so special to me Ooh. Yeah, good one. type five if anyone can figure this out it's you <laughs> oh that's a good one that. yeah Type six, I appreciate how much I can rely on you and trust you. Ooh. Yeah, that's impactful. How's that for you? With yeah, it's good. Words of affirmation is not my language, but I would still like to hear that. That's, yes. Yeah. Yep. Type seven, I really admire your playfulness and positive way of being. It's so nice to be around such joyful energy. <laughs> <laughs> I do like seven. Yeah. 
Type eight. The intense way that you love me makes me feel so close to you. Ooh, I like that. Mm. And nine, I'm proud of the way you handled that situation. Oh, that's a good that's one. Wait. These, these we're taking from Enneagram Relationship, which is an Instagram account. So we'll link to that as well so you can go and follow them. They are amazing. Next one is love languages <laughs> for quality time. So quality time I think is my like third. Mm-hmm. I think as we said before in another episode, you can and will receive love through all of the love languages. It's just a matter of which one speaks the most to you. Mm. So I can put my own love languages in order and quality time I think is around third. Mm. So for a type one, volunteer at a non-profit with them. Mm. Would Joel like that? He's not, is he quality time somewhere? Uh, yeah, I think that might be second for him. Uh-huh. Yeah, I feel like he would. He might not, I think in the, actual doing of it he would really enjoy it maybe thinking about whether he would enjoy it I think he'd be like oh I don't know if I have time for that but Mm -hmm. I think he would enjoy the process for a type two Mm -hmm. life chats under the stars would you enjoy that yes I would Mm. spending like obviously if you're spending time with someone who you like spending time with chatting about life under the stars Mm. or out on the deck would be lovely Mm. type three relaxing beach day this is actually one I find really interesting for type three because type threes are achievers. Like that's their goal is achieving. Mm. So for my hubby, uh, quality time would most often look like achieving something mm. together, mm-hmm. even if it's even if it's supposed to be relaxing. So maybe it would be achieving a hike, mm. like, going on a hike. like reaching <laughs> the like summit that. of somewhere. Or yeah, yep, yep. yep. Mm. <laughs> Type four, picnic in the park. That's cute, yeah. yeah. Type five, cook together. Yeah, that's good. Type six, spend time talking about goals and struggles. Mm. Yep. That sounds boring. <laughs> I think it sounds great. <laughs> I'll, I'll do that with you. Oh, you're so sweet. <laughs> Type seven, adventurous day trip. Type eight, enjoy a meal at a new or favourite restaurant. I have a type eight friend and I reckon she would really love that. Mm. I don't know if her... her I don't think her love language is quality time. Might be her second, but I definitely think she would love mm. that. Would be something she would love. Mm-hmm. Type nine, walk in nature. I've got a few type nine friends who would definitely be quality time, and they always talking about going for walks mm. in nature. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the next one is gift giving ideas, and I am a gift mm. love language receiver. So this one is exciting <laughs> for me. <laughs> So type one, if your type, if the type one in your life, if their love language is gifts, then create a deck of positive affirmation cards. Totally. Uh, Joel, we've done this for Joel many times. Uh, Yes, he loves it. The kids have like created jars where they've put in little positive, like little messages to him and he pulls one out once a day or once a week and he loves it. Yep. That is so cute. Type two, pick up lunch and bring it to them. Yes, thank you very much. I'll receive that. As long as it had a coffee really, too. <laughs> yep, and I really like dumplings, Okay. Uh, spicy food, yep. any Asian Asian cuisine, Indian cuisine, really Mexican. Oh, look, anything. I'm not fussy. <laughs> taking note, taking note. <laughs> Just not big on shellfish. <laughs> <sighs> Type three, frame their favourite inspirational quote. 
My mm. husband's not a gifts person at all. That would be his least, but he's mm-hmm. a type three. And I think that he would like that. Mm. Mm. Type four, make them a playlist and share why you chose each song for them. Ooh, that's that's so a cute idea. Yeah. Oh, my type four friend and my type four child would love that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if this is a type four thing. Any any type fours out there that are listening can email us at I love you too much to argue at gmail.com and tell us. But I think type fours are often quite musically inclined mm. or at least very deeply creative. Mm-hmm. And so I wonder if that playlist speaks to them yes. more loudly because type fours can commonly be quite creative and musical and do they use the music to help express and feel their emotions as well Look, they... i don't want to assume mm. but i'm not a four but i would think so i remember even when and this uh, this is a bit of an aside to our topic today but even when my child was a little tiny baby like five months old I, love uh, enneagram is already set right Mm-hmm. It's already set somewhere in their makeup. And I can remember he was my third, he's my third baby. I've got four kids. And even from the time he was really little, he was very hard to get to sleep and I would wrap him up and I'd pat him. And the only thing that would get him to sleep would be either me playing my guitar to him mm. or putting on some music in the background. And that, that was the only thing that I could ever get him to sleep. Otherwise he would just lie there with his eyes wide open, like staring up at me, like what is happening? Fascinating. So it's fascinating. So if you're a four, write to us. We want to talk to you on our podcast. We want you as a guest. Yes, we do. (laughs) Um, Five, build them a keepsake box. Mm -hmm. I wonder if that's like a box to put stuff in or is there stuff also in the box? Mm. Because if you build a keepsake box for a two, put something in it. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Mm. Number six or type six, buy them a gratitude journal. I see this a lot as recommendations for six and I think it's because having gratitude helps with um, counteract, you know, fear and worry about other things. So Mm -hmm. I can see why that would be impactful. Type seven, sign them up for a monthly subscription box. Obviously, it's something that they like. Yes. That would be fun for a seven. It would be. so fun. Yeah. So it's like, ooh, fun Something mail. new each month. Yeah. Yeah. Type eight, surprise them with tickets to a concert. Yay. Yeah. Although not at the moment during COVID-19 yeah. in Melbourne. <laughs> <laughs> Type nine, get them a box set of their favourite TV series. Mm. Wow. Do we still even have that in a box set? <laughs> you know what? I went through, we have we have to move house and we went through um, a box the other day of CDs that we have and I realised we just don't even have anything in our house anymore to play CDs on. And so I've gone through them all to check to see if they're on Spotify because then I'm going to throw them in the bin. Of course. Don't need them anymore. Well, maybe for Type Nine's gift-giving ideas, instead of a box set to their favourite TV series, you could buy them, like find out what their favourite TV series is, find out what platform it's on, like Netflix, Prime, mm-hmm. Stan or whatever, then buy them the subscription for that platform yes. and write them a note saying, I bought this for you because I know that your favourite series is on here. Clever. Clever. All right, so love languages, Enneagram types, physical touch ideas. So I, my secondary is physical touch. So this speaks to me. Mm. So for type ones, play with their hair. Um, Joel's not really a physical touch, is he? Uh, it's probably maybe his third. 
but okay, but yeah. I would say, I mean, he doesn't have a lot of hair. Like he's it's short, very short. <laughs> but he does actually really like me rubbing his head. So that's so yeah, cute. Yep. Type two: hold them in a long embrace. Oh mm. yes, please do that to me <laughs> okay. any day when COVID's <laughs> over. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Type three: rub foot after a long day. That's really funny because my husband's a three and he does not. <laughs> cope with people touching his feet because it is insanely ticklish mm-hmm. <laughs> so you'll have to think of another idea for this one yeah but physical touch is not is probably his third I okay think, as well but, yeah yeah type four an unexpected kiss mm. do you know that's funny because my son who's a four mm. he I mean he loves physical touch but he also loves to do things unexpected so that's interesting yeah Type five, touch them gently as you pass by. Oh, I like so that. Sweet. My sister does that to me. She's a type yeah. five. Wonder what her love language is. Mm, mm. Type six, back scratches when they're feeling stressed. Yes. Do you like that? Yeah, I do. And physical <laughs> touch isn't my uh, love language. So, <laughs> but I'll take back scratches anytime. <laughs> type seven, a bear hug. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Type eight, give them a deep tissue massage. Mm. surely everyone loves that yeah surely (laughs) type nine cuddle on the couch good that's cute yeah that's all of them now it it? is we're done so i was i'm in a um facebook group about type twos like enneagram twos and if you are interested in the enneagram and you know your types and you want to like learn more about it go and join like a facebook group or something it's really interesting yeah. what is in there. But I was reading some posts recently and a lady who is a type two posted in the group talking about her Enneagram type and her husband's Enneagram type. And they were having trouble loving one another and relating one another. But what they were doing was, what she was doing, sorry, was actually trying to figure out through only using the Enneagram type mm. how to love one another. And as I read the post, which I'll read some of it in a minute, um, I was thinking, oh, you're actually completely missing the point Mm. because, yes, you're an Enneagram 2 and I think her hubby was an Enneagram 3, but you're trying to love one another but you're completely missing the point of what your love language is. So I'm going to read it to you, Beck, and then you can tell me what you think Mm. their love language is. So this is what this woman says. And I've changed a few things because to keep it anonymous, but she says, my husband has a hard time giving compliments and the lack of compliments leaves me feeling unappreciated. When he attempts to give me a compliment, he often throws pretty in front of it, i.e. you're pretty good, which to her lessens the compliment or he makes a joke afterwards. Uh, So she goes on to say, it's hard to impress a type three, which leaves me feeling like I'm never doing good enough. Mm which I know isn't accurate. Um, And she talks about how they've talked about it before. She says, I feel like we've got a great dynamic in our relationship. Uh, I need to to remind he doesn't have to have all the answers and it's okay to admit you don't know something. He is really open and vulnerable, which isn't easy for a type three. When I'm feeling stressed, he is the best at calming me down. She then says, I never have to help do, I never have to ask him to help do anything around the house. (laughs) He's always doing everything around the house. Mm. So I read that and 
and she goes on to ask for, you know, how can we love one another better? And, you know, how can I get him to appreciate me? So when I read that to you, Beck, what are your thoughts around the Enneagram and the love languages? Yeah, well, it sounds a lot like her love language is words of affirmation. Yeah, and, that's what I thought. And his is probably acts of service because he's busy. She never has to ask for his help. He's busy helping around the house. And so it sounds a little bit like maybe they're just speaking different love languages than they receive to each other. And so they're missing it a little bit. That's exactly mm. the thoughts that I had. And, you know, in the, it's, a, it's a long post, but she talks about their relationship and, and, you know, that it's a really great relationship and they're great at loving one another and that they're really happy. But I just found it so fascinating that in being so good at identifying her own type and her husband's type and then both knowing it and having discussions around it, that there was this such lack of understanding around what their love language is. Mm-hmm. And if only they could harness that and if he could understand well even though she's a two her love language is words of affirmation and here is something that I could really look into and invest into to be able to help her hear how much I love Mm. her and the same for her if his love language is acts of service and he's trying and trying and trying to do stuff around the house to love me but I'm missing it because that's not my love language oh maybe I could do stuff for him Mm. and show him how much I love him through his love Mm -hmm. language so I just found that so fascinating and I guess that's why you and I have, you know, done this podcast yes. and always talk about this stuff is because you can't just rely on one thing. Mm-hmm. You can know as much as you can and want to about the Enneagram yep. and about your own type or you can know as much as you can and want to about your love language. But if you don't kind of interact with the two and see which one you need to use in which space and which one mm-hmm. you need to use in another space, then you'll definitely miss stuff. Yeah, so good. So I think that's all we've got for today. Again, we're going to link to the Instagram post that we talked about in this episode. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and we'd love to hear from you. I love you too much to argue at gmail.com. See you next time. See you. Thank you for listening to the I Love You Too Much to Argue podcast. If you've got questions or comments about this episode or would like to contribute to future episodes, please click the link in the episode description to contact us.